The topics and opinions expressed on the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4WN Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to W4WN Radio, its employees, or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4WN Radio. Radio Tony with Tony Lontis, author of Resilience, memoir of a broken little girl discovering a woman of strength and beauty. Available now on Amazon.com and in all good bookstores. Radio Tony. Your safe space for tough conversations, exposing secrets and talking about trauma and recovery. Radio Tony. Building resilience. Talking Trauma. Radio Tony. Live from the Gold Coast, Australia. Radio Tony. On W4WN. A platform for the unheard. Good evening, America, and good morning, Australia. You're back on Radio Tony, and today you just have me. So just a quick reminder that if you want any more information about Radio Tony, jump onto the website. The website's up in the chat box right now, and that is radiotony.com.au. RadioTony.com, rather. Um, I think I might have mentioned at the end of last year that we had some courses coming out. So the online radio and podcasting course is currently up and running. And my next course, which is called Hope Therapy, will be coming out closer to February for anyone who's interested. Don't forget, you can jump onto Facebook and like us there where all of my shows across all of my platforms stream live and where you can connect and talk to me. Uh, Don't forget, we also have um, an Instagram page, a Twitter page, and I will put all of those contact details up in the chat box for you right now. So I'm just wondering how everyone's doing. I know that we are feeling relatively safe and good in Australia, but I also know watching on what's happening in the US, it's a pretty darn scary time for you. And I wanted to reach out to your listeners and say that today I'm going to try and answer uh, the questions from last week, but then we're going to go on a little bit of a good news journey with everything so out of control in terms of the political unrest, the rampant coronavirus, I thought that this week we'd try with some good news, some gratitude and some gift giving and taking. So I just want to do a quick comparison as to what is happening in terms of the virus. So across the world, there's 93 million cases and there's been 200 million deaths. But on a positive note, 66 million people have recovered. And whilst that death toll in America is just shocking, 4,000 people approximately died across the US yesterday. In other parts of the world, this is not such a big thing. I feel for you in America and hope that your incoming president will be able to stem the tide of this horrible virus. I'm also wondering how you're all feeling after seeing the events in the Capitol last week and what that stirs up for you and if you feel safe where you are. I know this show broadcasts predominantly down into Florida, but I'm sure that you're all watching what's been happening and I'm hoping that you're all safe. Now, last week we had the wonderful Anil Gupta the love doctor 
on the show. And he was the uh, designer or maker of the happiness formula. And he determined happiness was his key to people living lives. When a uh, developed it was the time after we he did suicide that he ended indeed and it was after this often happened that no longer and you develop that will help to the happiness and for the more going to uh, to which is called happiness you can Amazon little book to read as I'm of list rather than reading and that in my of every day. Along with the theme, good news, the conversation with some news. News. I'm not sure what you think, but it's the 3,000th day of NASA's Curiosity rover being on the surface of the planet Mars. Now, just think about that for a moment, listeners. We have, uh, well, NASA has, correction, an interplanetary vehicle on Mars right now as we're speaking to you live on the radio. And today, I just thought that was pretty fascinating. In a press release from NASA, it describes the geology of Mount Sharp. Now, that's precisely where the rover vehicle is at the moment. It's mapping out a huge mountainous area on Mars. And the curved rock terraces that define the area can uh, form when there are harder and softer layers of rock on a slope. As the soft layers erode, the hard layers form small cliffs, leaving behind bench-like formations. NASA team says that their science team were really excited to figure out how these cliffs formed and what they meant to the ancient environment. What its many discoveries was made when it continues to ramble across Mars millions of miles away from home. And I thought that that was fascinating that whilst we're down here on Earth having a human experience and uh, in lots of instances not having a great experience, up there on Mars doing its own thing, not worried about what's happening on the world, is this vehicle making discoveries that, may have influence on our grandchildren and our great-grandchildren. I think that's pretty exciting. In other news, and this is another take on good news, so part of current administration's goal was to create energy independence for America. And so as part of that, there was going to be a big auction of oil drilling, uh, drilling leases in the Alaskan Arctic. Interestingly enough, the release of these drilling leases in the Alaskan, Alaskan Arctic attracted no major oil companies. After literally generations of debate, when the federal government put up 5% slice of the Arctic National Wildlife Refuge for lease, there wasn't the flood of interest to this release. In, in fact, the 22 parcels of land totaling 1.1 million acres, the government of Alaska was the sole bidder 
and ended up winning nine out of the 12 parcels that received bids. Merely two were acquired by private companies and the others that received no interest were withdrawn from this auction. Now, I have to say, that's pretty darn good. That means that there are big companies out there, big oil companies, that are considering what might lie beneath the Arctic Circle, and that that habitat is rich with seabirds, polar bears, caribou, and lots of other animals, and it would seem or it would appear that they want to protect that habitat for the future. I think that's really good news. So even though the leases were expected to draw in point $8 billion in revenue over 10 years, enough to op- offset tax cuts. Concerns over the lack of interest led to the state development company, the Alaska Industrial Development and Export Authority, to authorise $20 million in emergency spending to pick up some of those leases. So um, I'm also going to put a link to where can find more information about the Mars rover because I'm a bit curious and fascinated to see what it gets up to and what happens with that exploration at the moment. Um, It is still climbing up one of the biggest mountains. It's a, um, uh, let me see, a three-mile high mountain on Mars and it will take some time for the vehicle to reach the top and as it goes up it takes series of images and sends them back to earth and my understanding is that it takes a little while for those images to come back to earth and for us to see but i thought that that was fascinating today that with all the things that are on down here on earth up in the middle of the space and on mars is this little vehicle that is trundling around doing its job with no cares in the world I think that that's fascinating. Now, before uh, we go into the break, over the next break, I'm going to talk to you a little about wildlife. I'll talk to you about some of the animals that have been rediscovered after Australia's massive fires and wildfires last year. And I also want to talk about some of the new species that were discovered in 2020 as we were all hibernating uh, at home home and wondering what the heck the world had come to outside of that people were discovering new species of animals some of those are endangered and some of them are quite populous but i'll tell you all about that in the next break so i'm going to pop over to have a song the song today is from australian band tones and i who i have a particular affinity to because her name is tony like mine so our first song today will be tones and i and fly away i'm going to hand over to rebel a little earlier than expected and i'll come back to you with some stories about our wildlife over to you rebel radio tony on w4wn a platform for the unheard. And I had a dream that someday I would just fly, fly away. And I always knew I couldn't stay. So I had a dream that I'd just fly away. I've been on my own for a minute Is it only me out there? Searching for the place to begin it Is it me? Is it you? Is it fear? Standing on the line I was given People stand ask me why I'm here No one seems to think that I fit in But I don't wanna be like them No, cause I don't wanna be like them Cause I know that I, know that I I had a dream that someday I would just fly, fly away 
going on the suppressed social and moral issues. This is Radio Tony on W4WN. And welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Radio Tony, and I'm your host, Tony Lontes. Now, continuing on with this themes of, theme of good news, you might remember last year that many parts of Australia had huge fires. There was loss of houses, property, loss of life, and mostly loss of our amazing animals. There were fears held for many of our uh, Indigenous creatures, including koalas, um, and many of, of the tiny animals that inhabit these areas that were wildlife fire stricken. In a good news, Australian life ecologists were overjoyed to find the endemic pygmy possums surviving on Kangaroo Island after it was torched by wildfires. In what was equivalent of finding a very little needle in a haystack, hundreds of thousands of acres wide, the survival of the tiny pygmy possum on the South Australian island is a sign that wildlife escaped almost 200,000 hectares burned by the year's bushfires. Now, the pygmy possum weighs only seven grams and having been recorded only 113 times officially by science, it was by no means obvious that ecologists and volunteers working on Kangaroo Island land for wildlife would find the tiny pygmy possum after fire destroyed so much of its habitat. The world's smallest possum is only found on Kangaroo Island and Tasmania and in very small numbers on the South Australian coast. So this, for those American listeners, is at the bottom of Australia, quite remote and far removed. Speaking with the ABC News Australia, ecologist Pat Hodgkins, working with the non-government organisation, said the summer bushfires burnt through much of the habitat that the species had, but we were certainly hopeful we would find them again. It's very important now because in 
this kind of like the this is the last refuge for a lot of these species and many of them rely on the very old long unburned vegetation so if you want to know more about australia's pygmy possums and i can tell you quite frankly they are the cutest little buttons of wonder you've ever seen i'm popping a link up into the chat box which leads you to lots of information about pygmy possums and some pictures so they are tiny these little animals are seven grams in weight they can fit in the palm of your hand and so there's been much excitement that they found some remaining species of these tiny little possums in these places after those bushfires so when a lot of us were stuck at home there were scientists and explorers exploring the world still and what happened over the course of 2020 when these explorers and scientists were out in the wilds, they found an astonishing number of new species never seen before by science. So the, some of them slither, other than, others of them skitter. There's monkeys, snakes, spiders, frogs and plants and even the longest animal ever recorded. So again, whilst humanity has kind of been suffering through 2020, there was some good stuff happening. So these species of animals and plants were found across lots of continents from Madagascar to Bolivia, from India to Nambia, from Iran to Australia, and from North Carolina to Heathrow Airport. So there's plenty of reasons to feel like 2020 deserves to be forgotten. But if there's anything to brighten your day is to know that there's lots more new and wonderful animals to discover and think about. One of those animals was a pit viper named after the Harry Potter character and a girl with kaleidoscope scales. In recent years, the Himalayan-lying North Indian state of Adish has been home to many newly discovered creatures and most recently pit viper called Tisarius salza. fans notice immediately means salza, pit viper. So this little viper was named after the fictional founder of Hodwalk's house of Slytherin, the crest of which is emerald green snake. The pit viper certainly looks the part. Green. Animal species have a unique orange stripe down the side of their heads. So meanwhile, in Gahang province in Vietnam, an underground specialist has discovered something that glows iridescently in the sunlight. This little creature is presumed to spend most of, it li most of its life underground thanks to a lack of bright light photoreceptors in its eyes. That's what makes it incredibly difficult to find. Its scales glow of Australian opals. And it's thought to be older than most snakes. Uh, snake experts think it might shed light on the early stages of snake evolution. In Manama, four populations of Trachypithus popper were discovered. The Pope is thought to individuals qualifying it as a critically endangered species. Yet as sad as that is, a problem known is a soul problem. And these animals' long, characteristically cute little faces will have no problem ge uh, generating conservation interest. Discoveries in the primate order are not common. So we don't commonly discover uh, species in the primate or monkey group 
anymore. Most of them have been discovered. And while habitat loss is concerning, species like the popper langur can often be used to effectively protect habitat for other species that are also endangered. In Madagascar, the mouse lemur, which has eluded scientists until 2020, Jonah's mouse lemur is bigger than all of the other members of its family, averaging the size of a human fist. So that's really quite small. So smaller mouse lemurs can even be as small as the palm of a hand. And sporting reddish-brown fur with a white stripe down its nose, Jonah's mouse lemur is thought to live only in the lowland forests of northeast Madagascar's National Park. So a tiny fragment in the world is where these unique little monkey-type creatures live. In the southern deserts of Nambia, an evergreen shrub in the same order as broccoli and Brussels sprouts and kale was found to be unique enough to have its own family. It thrives where other plants die in salt pans under 96 degree Fahrenheit heat and with fewer than a thousand individual plants known to exist. Meanwhile, older climate, mushroom, one of which was created at airport name nearby river beyond the of the railways i find it scientists discover species to human not ever been noticed perhaps they've been people but when the scientists and specialists they get through and something the purpose of little course that we live amazing filled with one, and it's my good news segment this week. The all the amazing discovery, the chat box. Any who on these amazing discoveries and see these wonderful little uh, animal plants can jump on and after the show. So I wanted to quickly talk about the shock events in last week. In fact, citizens of America were to a police that have been protected by uh, police, etc. For a lot of people, you will have degrees of feelings and thoughts on this. I actually just bring to you an alternate. Now, we've all seen pictures of capital police through the hall building. This story is putting brave script and those images. So a police officer held as a cleverly steered mob away members during week's riot. Footage Eugene Good and just ahead I want you to think, just imagine Eugene being on the step down a mob of angry people shouting, wanting access to a building had no be in. They were waving bags and shit at him, chased him up. Out of stair inside the Capitol. Mr. Goodman can being looked his shoulder at to the Senate, a few feet away, 
then he the in rioters in opposite direction, risking his. Now, have no that he risking these were intense and make about it have been and they should be doing what did. Um, in a video Fintons Igor men being outing second into his raid alerting other that the right were approaching and later seal off keeping the people safe inside safe in oh some of the men did because other men refused mask a little bit that in Goodman, a veteran of the U.S. Army, Iraq is bravery and action in what a harrow complete situation. I don't think training you for and if he's also a man hated by this ever again, and since when calls natural men up for work, need the angry way from and of those now. You know that I'm and that I you play in play and and um it it first to like challenge is a right to pass what you have to, to someone else because you know you ask or right to other life on where a piece is actually has been to such a big deal and we need to fight again this bring and laugh social and stage crowd to protect you and your if for instance you were a nurse and worked in you would if wearing and it would never decide a mask it infringes to do what I want you wear a mask because it the patient being on protect any nurse if they have an issue wearing a mask and the answer will probably be hey protects it's not about right it's about so I think that this whole that wear a mask because I'm not is completely silly and I challenge you today to your perspective think out there Challenges and exactly why you don't want self said that until this is brought into control by all means, the vaccine is being wrong at the moment. Or end all of this. The vaccine only another measure people still have to do all the things that they do. Do will have their masks, our hands, and all of that. See, it will in this won't to track. Indeed, in Australia, 
not be allowing a mark. You will be on a in Australia. Not be at the airport unless you're negative. Friends, being in Australia, that friends, we have a cases right feel safe that can go and dominate the world are able to have really no go to the supermarket my hands multiple times and to go centre I wipe down in shop or the shopping. So could you think if to pop over and have another time it's be back. Radio Tony, bringing social consciousness this time every Thursday evening, live from the Gold Coast, Australia, on W4WN.
Radio Tony, difficult conversations and bringing hope to listeners. Live from the Gold Coast, Australia on W4WN. And this week with people from a plant all like we had before talking about happiness and challenge everyone is to eat back of pines I love and pine not for do for people what they do for you if you practice and for me it has to be around role and I'm I offer uh, almost of death I do able to be kind the first I must to be kind in my senses. Someone, this often happens to me. I will get a nasty email, not a nasty And my process now is a bit Ouch. That was a bit painful. Ouch. That was some breath and bang. Okay. I don't know what this is through at this moment in time. No struggling. So my first will be to respond kind. I didn't always do this. I'm get right now. But I'm to kind every instant. So when I'm like what through that person's head at um, that got them as they are reading or that they particularly look at after what is gone and then reflect on four years of a president and being on head can understand my that I would be see and the voting is under threat. However, we need to take it one step further and go the election's been rigged? Is that true? Is that correct? Is there really that much evidence? So yes, there is a smidgen of evidence that some votes, there may have been some fraud involved, but there is not enough evidence on the scale that would cause people to write in the fashion that they did. At the end of the day, President-elect Biden won by 7 million votes. So even if you overturned all the rest of the votes, it still wouldn't be enough for him to win. 
So what I'm challenging people with is to try a different perspective. Try to put yourself in the shoes of other people. Try and think from their perspective. So whilst I don't agree with the rioting that took place, whilst I think it's a terrible indictment on the state of affairs in America, I can understand why they did what they did. But understanding does not make it right. Understanding does not mean that there aren't consequences. So here's the thing. For everything that you think you have a right to do, be and say, there are, there are equal responsibilities and actions. So for everything that we do, there is a corresponding reaction. So if you start to live your life from a perspective of kindness and understanding, you start to see the world in a better way. So whilst there are horrible things going on and whilst there's terrible tragedy and whilst there's, there's immense hardship for many, many people, if you take a moment to just be kind, and I'm talking simple acts of kindness, at the grocery store, thank the cashier for processing your groceries. Thank the cab driver for driving you safely. Embrace an attitude of grateful. Be grateful for the small things. Be kind in everything and it will genuinely change the way you see yourself and the way you see life. And then if you act if you add to that random acts of kindness and have fun with it, you create an amazing new energy around you that ripples out to the world. So simple things like paying for the coffee of the person behind you, writing a note of thankfulness to the girl that serves you coffee, writing a note to a stranger telling them to have a good day, smiling just because you can. I know that that's been a hard one for me. As most of my regular listeners know, I was born with a facial defect. And for me, I didn't appreciate smiling until I was in my 40s because I thought my smile was fractured and broken. But everyone's smile is different. Everyone's smile is perfect. And I want you to take you encourage you guys today to smile excessively. Smiling also increases the feel-good hormones in your brain. And it's all these little things that will help create a beautiful energy around you and your life. And again, that transfers right through and has ripple impacts across the world. So people, in the last couple of minutes of this show, I want to encourage you to start living your best life, to start thinking about others, to be kind at every opportunity, to practice gratitude. Now, you know what? It doesn't take much to practice gratitude. I have a gratitude journal and I've actually simplified it this year and it just has five points, five things you're grateful for today and I manage to fill that in most days. I don't get it perfect. You won't get it perfect. It does not have to be perfect. You just need to start. So as we go to our final minute, I want to encourage you to be kind, to smile more 
and to be more grateful and start that practice today. Those annoying emails you get, think about the person on the other end that's sending it and why they might be sending it. To the girl in the grocery store serving you that is not smiling, brighten her day. I know you can do it. And so, my wonderful listeners, I'm going to leave you with that today. Be kind, practice gratitude, and smile more. And above all, please wear your mask. Next week on Radio Tony, we're back with Spotlight on the Authors, and I have an amazing Australian author to introduce you to by the name of Kez Wickham St. George. She's a bundle of joy, and I can't wait to introduce you to her next week. Thank you so much for listening to Radio Tony today. I love that you're all out there listening and I know that you're all doing your best. Have a wonderful week and I'll see you all again next week. Over to you, Rebel. Bye for now. Radio Tony, your safe space for tough conversations. Exposing secrets and talking about trauma and recovery. Radio Tony, a platform for the unheard. Radio Tony with Tony Lontis, author of Resilience, memoir of a broken little girl discovering a woman of strength and beauty. Radio 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 Tony. Available now on amazon.com and in all good bookstores. Radio Tony. Back next Thursday from 7pm Eastern Standard Time, live from the Gold Coast, Australia. Mom!